everything I spit rare, we shine that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Goat talk, another one. Do we really need to explain? Should we just get into it? No, I want to explain. It's already been a bit heated before we started recording, so... I want to explain. So we're trying to pick the best year in a hip... Oh, sorry, the greatest year in hip-hop. And realistically, some people are going for the critics' vote and other people are just going with what they've lived through. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's foul. That's foul. <laughs> yeah, spicy. If anyone... Uh, for anyone listening for the first time, the way we do this is we... Um, pick a select topic or category we do a draft on whatsapp so we each pick three uh picks each we then vote to get rid of two so that we can get to a top 10 we literally just did that before the recording um and we'll go through that in a moment and then we rank our top 10 and this on this occasion it's the greatest year in hip-hop as sam says so should we just get into the two honorable mentions then so the first one that we decided the first year out of our 12 that we decided to get rid of was 2004 um is there a specific reason why people are saying that it's just it's a lot of like the greats have dropped but no one's dropped anything mad crazy apart from you know mad villainy kanye west mf doom but it's like there's nothing that's it's not stacked enough is the arguments we're trying to make here right now it's like there was just a lot coming out and it was good but it's not crazy stat like oh shit this is undeniable Mm, I get what you mean. I f- it felt like though there was at least a strong album every month. Like, when I was looking through that year again, like the list that we got on on the sheet and that, like Twister Kamikaze had huge singles, huge singles. Um, College Dropout, of course, Mad Villainy, as you mentioned, Pretty Tony album, Streets. I won't go through it all, but it just felt like every month there was a a, a strong album that's aged pretty well. Um, Do you know what the problem was back the then? I think this is when I first started getting iTunes vouchers and I bought MF Doom food and I was like, yeah, this is this is sick. I love rap music. I had no concept of any of the other things outside of Kanye West at that time, which which kind of shows you that things were a bit, <sighs> bit snoozy. Do you remember, I said it on the group chat, I was saying if we had a grey area awards in 2004, MF Doom would have cleaned up. That's because he dropped two classics. Two, two classics in one year. And then, you know, you had Madlib with the, the production as well, with Mad Villainy and tracks like One Beer he did, I think, as well. Mm. Um, Kanye would have got Best New Artist. That's crazy to say that. <laughs> wow. Everyone was once a new Probably artist. Got best. But okay, so we dropped 2004 um, and what was the other one? 2016? Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. 2004, Drop It Like It's Hot came out that yeah, year. Yeah, we did That's drop mad. 2004 Like It Was Hot. So there you go. Yeah, we did. Um, and then one of my picks. Oh, wait, hang on. So just to clarify, 2004 was one of your songs. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even do that. Don't even do that. We, we, we all need to ask collaboratively why. As, a, as a group. And, and certain people didn't make the cut. All of mine didn't make the okay. cut. That's what happened. Well, it, in fairness, the other one that didn't, well, that's been canned is one of my picks, which is 2016. Yes. Um, Theo, I feel like you've made some good points previously about why that one goes. Yeah, just because um, 2016, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of quantity, so a lot of people dropped. And if I don't know the average Joe or regular um, person is looking at all this stuff that is going on there, you're thinking, oh yeah, it's quality year. But if you actually look at it and actually th- say to yourself, what classics have I actually dropped? Especially with the list that we've got, it, it doesn't it stacks up kind of last. So that's what kind of happens really. So that's where I feel 2016 kind of lies. It's not a bad year, hence why it's made the top 12. It wouldn't be in the 12 if it wasn't a good year. I just feel if we're really being, if we're nitpicking and really going against the top and actually analysing this properly, I think it falls short on like some of the top, top quality albums. I think there's only about three if I'm putting in there that are the top, top quality and matching up against the other years it falls short. That's fair enough. Kieran, have you got anything to say on that? I know you've yeah, nah, been quiet so I far. I think Fio's just... summed it up well. I think what I noticed was Drake and J. Cole are just dominating the charts to the point where it's like there's there's barely any room for other people to shine, even though everyone is dropping this year at the same time. But I feel like the only names I was seeing was those two. So it was it's hard to base what this year felt like. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember it in my own memory, and it's like I remember UK was popping, that year like we had kano made in the manner 
Skepta Konnichiwa gets landlord, yeah, with um whipping excursion. It was it was a, it was a big year for UK. So I, and my yeah. memory of it is it was a really good year, and I think that might be one of the reasons that skewed you to pick it, Sean, because it just it's there's a fondness with that year in this country for rap music. Um, but yeah, definitely. But the other thing for me was as well, I mean, I know what I, I do understand what Theo means. I think although it's really stacked, it's probably one of the most stacked years ever, really, in terms of just the volume of, of good albums, at least, that came out. But for me, and and you, you'll notice, like, just for the for listeners' sake, we, we've got, like, spreadsheets and lists and all sorts where we've been, like, doing our research and that. And Theo noted that I included quite a few, um, well, R&B albums. The reason I did that, and the reason why I picked 2016 is because I felt like, and maybe I'm getting it a bit wrong and correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like it was around this time that hip hop really took over in being like the dominant I was literally about to say that. Yeah. Because it was on um, Bad and Bougie that basically made hip hop or like trap hip hop become pop music. And everything was based upon that kind of like beat style. Mm. And a lot of the the R and B albums that I noted, like for instance, there's Lemonade on there by Beyonce, Frank Ocean's Blonde, The City of the Table. You know, there were some really prominent hip hop elements or rap features on those albums. You had like Childish Gambino, who was, well, we he always sang, but was known for his singing, and he drops an album like Awaken My Love, Catronada, which is more in the dance realm, but again, rap features. Um, it just felt like hip hop was everywhere at that time. And I think it was reflected in the volume as well. So that's why I had 2016. But I'm, I'm not too mad about it going. I do. I understand the points. So, yeah, that's the two main honourable mentions. So should we do what we normally do? Should we all go around and say, like, what we think is number 10 and then we try and figure out the chaos? Joe, you know what? I ain't going to lie yet. I don't even want to say what I think <laughs> number 10 is because it's just going to get shot down. So... So you lot tell me what number 10 is and then I'll just keep trying to slide my opinion in because otherwise this one's going to end up at number one and I don't think that's fair. Okay, so Theo, what have you got then? It might rustle a bit of feathers, but to be fair, you kind of said it already, so it might not. I've got 2003 as my number 10. Okay, which is another one of my picks. I'm not mad at that as well, actually. I would, yeah. Kieran? Um, 1994. Whoa! I mean, I don't, nah, 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 I don't know that, what's going on. Ridiculous. I do not that's know really, what's going on. Come on, listener, man. please ignore this Come man on. because he knows not what he does. <laughs> on, <laughs> on Easter weekend, rushed, this is what the man is man. saying to us. Number ten, you know? Nah. Okay, let, let, let's keep it moving. Um, I thought I had some wild take. Okay, use, let, uh, let me just say 2003. Let's just ignore that 94. Sometimes my list no, is no, upside don't, down. Don't, just stick, stick by your guns. Stick, stick by your guns. You said like, what you I have said. a reason to back it. Uh, right. If if any of the listeners um, watch Rise or Fall, Kieran is doing a Connor moment right now. I don't even know what that means, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But I'm no, saying you need 2013. To, uh, check out Rise and Fall on Channel Four, man. That's popping. Okay, <laughs> go watch television. Stop this podcast, watch that, and then come back, or else you have no context. Yeah, I'll say um, 2013. No, I'm still I'm sticking by 94. I'm gonna I'm saying it now. Actually, I'm sticking there by. There you go. I mean, it's not gonna get there, but we appreciate you. So yeah. Damn. How can you say 94 now? Okay. Um. No, let's get into it. Now. I think we should get into it. Why? Why do you think 94 is number 10 out of what we've got here? The year of Ilmac, ready to die. I'm trying not to crease too much. Outcast debut. The, the, are no, you trolling? I, I that? Is that what it is? Not. I, I actually... You know, Why is, is he no, trying no. to laugh though? That's I what feel, I'm confused about. <laughs> I feel like this year, I'm just I'm looking at the releases and I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of 10 out of 10 albums. I can't lie. I'm seeing a lot of good debut albums as well. I, I, I can't... Is that what you're confused? No, no, no. What I'm thinking is that they all sound kind of similar. Like I, I really feel like there wasn't unique sounds between mm. these projects. Like I feel like everyone is is doing that similar thing. Like we got the um, Warren G G Funk era album. That's different. Why don't, why am I saying nineteen ninety four was tenth place? I feel like looking at looking at I see a lot of ten out of ten albums. I can't lie. I see a lot of great debut albums, Outcast, Biggie Nas, Joey the Damager. There's just there's a lot. But mm. I feel like the only album that in this list I've got that sounds different is actually Warren G G Funk era. I feel like the other albums actually just have 
the same boom bap style and it's not a problem i think there's different like there's southern styles on it there's like east coast styles it's, it's cool but i just I, I don't feel like there's a variety like if you look at the more modern albums especially there's there's so much going on i just feel like hip-hop's in a better place at that point that's a really good point i never thought about that to be honest mm-hmm. that is a really good point i still don't think it's number 10 but it has influenced my list I'll say that. You hear that though, because there's there's big singles. There's there's a lot of classic singles in this year as well. It's it's undeniable. Mm. It was a good time for hip hop, but maybe it wasn't the most ingenuitive, like the most innovative, even. Okay, I, I, yeah, I do get that. I get that. So you've got ninety four at ten. Theo's got two thousand and three. Sam, have you got a year, or are you more just? I said, I said a couple of times. Mine's twenty sixteen. Oh, sorry, twenty thirteen. Oh, 2030. Yeah, that's a, how come? That's because it just, it was great when I was living through it, but in hindsight, it wasn't that great. Like it was, like, I don't, I don't listen to Jay-Z's album. I don't really like Yeezus enough to play it now. Born Sinner wasn't all that good. There's a couple good songs on it. Mac Miller had a good time, but it's not my favorite album of his. Doris was fun, but you guys all agree Doris is rubbish. Don't like Run the Jewels. Nah, Chance the Rapper is nah, a bit mid. we never said that. Danny, <laughs> shut up. Danny Brown, that's not his best album in my eyes. And Pusha T had a good year that year, but he weren't the best. I don't know, that that year was more so for me dominated by like EDM and that type of stuff. And I was trying to listen to, you know, the good albums of the time, but mm. they they just kind of, you know what I mean? They came and they went in, in and out around fucking Avicii playing. Like, do you know what I mean? I wasn't hearing hip hop like that in 2013. I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, Sam. That actually makes sense. I, do, I get what you mean about the... I'm looking at it now, actually, and I'm thinking, uh, similarly similarly to how Theo um, explained 2016, I'm looking at these albums and I'm thinking, yeah, maybe they're, they're, you can't really put them on the level with some of the other years we're going to mention later There's on. There's only so two. I'm not too mad with, but, but we have to talk about a few things, though. We have, 2013 was the year that Kanye West lost his mind on Sway in the Morning, and that will forever be... <laughs> that's just... Um, Miguel drop kicked that woman, compl- like took her head off. Do you not remember this? I do remember this. This is one of my favorite things Miguel's ever done. Oh, and when so Childish Gambino again, shout out Sway in the morning when Childish Gambino went from freestyling to having a conversation, and Sway was still thought he was having a conversation. He went back to rapping. These are like eternal moments in hip hop that people need to... True. They're not Both aware of... Were, of two of them were with Sway as well. <laughs> yeah, Sway, Sway is actually holding Sway the culture was together. Hey, we need to do hey, this I'm still um, laughing at that drop kick, though, man. You've brought those memories back. <laughs> the way he Miguel, didn't actually care. Like, he got up and was kind of just like, oh, I should be fine. And the way that woman fell, it's crazy. Oh, he was trying to do like a stage yeah, dive, right? No, he was trying to do like a jump over this middle pit and, oh, and do the splits. And it, oh, it, it just ended up just fly kicking this woman's head off. Fully like... Have you seen Kieran? Have you seen Ong back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, like, honestly, it was the leap as well. How she survived that, I don't know because I would be dead. Oh, and those huge boots that. as well. Oh, my days. It wasn't even the kick, it was the boots as well. <laughs> yeah, he had them cowboy boots on. Crazy oh, boots. They probably had the, you know, that little spinny sharp thing on the back. Of, oh, shit. They, that person did as well. That's oh. the mad part. He made it seem oh, like she did man. something to him. Like, it was so rude. Oh jeez! Oh, that oh, that drop kick was too. Edie's much. involved. Do you want to um, see it quickly? Shall I show you? Like just just for the. I, don't I really feel like we need them. to watch it. Yeah, and if if no one's ever seen it before, you need to watch Miguel's drop kick. It's, there we it's go. The great. Oh, no. <laughs> he kept singing. Look at how he's singing. That woman's on the floor. She's dead. Honestly, he puts his arm around someone. That's not even the woman he drop kicks. He's look, got a look, look, the one with the that. black hair is the one that gets dropped. She goes down. She's gone. <laughs> and then this brother was like, look, she's down. She's gone down. And then the brother was like, fuck it, I'm with Miguel now. <laughs> Can you see the guy what with a hat as well? That's the guy with the hat and the bow tie. Oh, oh look amazing. at the way he's leaped over this crowd. That is foul. That look. is absolutely foul. This is like, anyway, oh. I might leave that in the recording because that's kind of funny, but still... Miguel. And the way he that's hits the, the high note. New Year's though, we remember. He didn't miss a stuff. beat. He said, "Do." Oh. <laughs> 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 this is why for me, like, I'll I'll have um, I'll have 2013 at nine. I can't have it at ten because of those moments. Like, so what goes at ten then, Sean? You're you're being very secretive with your pick. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at... Uh, uh, no, I said actually, didn't I? I said I, mine was 2011, but I think no one no one agrees with that. But No one does. Nah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, so, that, I'll tell you the truth. 2010's got to go like at least in the top seven. 2000... Oh, fuck it up. 2011's got to go at least Let's in the clarify top seven. what Sam did to pick his pick. We asked Sam, what, what three are you picking? He picked 2010 to 2012. Well, like even 2013. It wasn't even one year you're picking. <laughs> I'm picking a little... It felt like one year to me. It felt like a good time. One long it was summer. All a blur. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. For me, though, like 2011... 2011 is an interesting year, but and there's some there's some amazing albums like The Roots Undone, Shabazz Palaces, Black Up, um, ASAP Rocky's debut mixtape, Danny Brown 30. But I felt That's like 2011 saying. was 2011 was like a lot of our favorite artists that went on to make incredible classic albums. This was like them starting out. So although it's like it's quite nostalgic for me, and it's still a great year, I don't feel like we got the best works from a lot of these artists it you're was not like, going to get the best work on the not everyone's lauren hill in it and making a one album that's perfect and, and going away but exactly so it can't people, be i can't hold it up there with some of these other years that's all why the people that's why in this list are still running the game now drake tyler kendrick Big there's, there's a joking. massive <laughs> amount i feel like if you compare this to 2016 as well because we, we shoved that out but both these years have a lot of releases but even though there's better albums in 2016, I think I feel like 2011 is just like overall, it's just higher quality throughout. But you're saying like you're, I've heard this couple of times. You're saying a lot of releases. Let me go through the the albums that I that I made note of, and then just add add any on because this is what I'm struggling with as well. To me, 2011 is not that stack. So I these are the albums that I the highlights that I had, which is I, the roots. I'm, I'm going to continue the list for you. Don't worry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, please I'll do, continue. please do, and then I'll I'll, I'll maybe change my mind. So we have got the roots undone. We've got Shabazz mm. Palace's Black Up. We've got ASAP yeah. Rocky Live Love ASAP. Danny Brown 30. Kendrick se- Section 80. Big Crit Return of Forever. And then in terms of like mainstream big albums, you've got Drake, Take Care, you've got uh, Lil Wayne, The Carter Four, you've got Watch The Throne. What what were the other, what are the other classic albums that I'm missing? Goblin, Tyler, The Creator. You're missing flawed. out. I think that album's flawed. I don't think That's, it's that you're, great. You're, but you're coming from a perspective of looking at what he's done now. That was a good album at the time and it still holds its I never Especially with Yonkers as well. Yonkers yeah. was a big moment. Finally Yonkers Famous is, Big yeah, Sean. Amazing. That's but, a big moment. Rolling Papers with Khalifa. Big Sean and mm. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, That's the true. red, the red album by the no, game, no. and I've never ever heard either of you like big up those albums before. Big Sean yeah, because and Wiz we, we'd never gone this far. And Self Made by MMG, that was a serious moment. I'm not buying it, but fair enough. I, like, what do you mean to you're me, not those albums. It? So Sean, I'm not buying it. You got, I think, one, it to you either. One, one reason why Sam picked 2011 is because some of the singles from 2010 albums were released in this year, like All of the Lights and. There's a few other stuff like that, and it just there's a there was a bleed through into this year for that kind of stuff. But you know what? If it wants to go at the bottom, it wants to go at the bottom. But I am voting for 2013 to go at the bottom. So we've all got a different tent. <laughs> I think we need to just um, discuss the bottom five. That's what we need to do. Because otherwise, okay. we're going to just sit here all day like, oh, what's ten? What's ten? What's the it's funny five? though because what everyone's mentioned, I have got in the bottom five. You know. I've got thirteen in the is bottom this, five. The I've got a, yeah, I've got thirteen in the bottom five. I've got eleven in okay. the bottom five. What did um, Kieran? What was your pick again? <laughs> ninety four. <laughs> no, I ain't got ninety four in the bottom five. That's wild tape. Yeah, actually, no, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm Let me check my list. Let me check my list. You know. You're having wild um, thoughts. That's what you're having. I think. I think by the sounds of it, it's no, probably going to be two thousand and three. It's probably going to be 2003, Phil, because you said 2003, 2003 was low. I've got 2003, yeah. yeah. That's what I had to do. I had that at yeah. 10. So to, to give it its props, though, I think with, with two, the reason why I put 2003 in there, but I, I, I did admit in the WhatsApp group, I thought maybe I should have done something like 2006 or 2005. But the reason I did it is, so one, we got Speaker Box to Love Below, which, as we discussed recently, is one of only like two hip-hop albums to win the Grammy for Best Album. And was just a monster album. And especially when we think about like Andre's side, The Love Below and how influential that was. Um, you had Retirement Jay-Z with the Black Album, you know, classic. Um, going over to the UK, Boy in the Corner, we all know what that did for the grime scene. Um, Doom released two albums that year. Trap Music by T.I. was incredibly influential on that sound. Little Brother, The Listening, Brother Ali, Shadows and the Sun, you know, 
really, really good underground albums. But the one that always stands out for me is Get Rich or Die Trying. That was like a monster. This is also a movement around that that album as well. I felt like it was everywhere. Everywhere. Transcended oh, distinct memories of seeing 50 Cent in the white vest with the hat, with the oh, do-rag. Iconic. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And, and the G-Unit album as well. Big for me. G-Unit oh, yeah, album was massive. That G-Unit yeah. album was um, fire, man. Not going to lie. And I still say like, I know that when we talk about the greatest runs, you know, what Drake's been able to do is unprecedented in terms of just the, the amount of years he's been at the top. And you think about like Jay-Z's album run from Reasonable Doubt to the Black Album and how relevant he was. Doom's, you know, from an underground perspective, Doom's run between like 03, 05. Wu-Tang between the first two albums and the solo releases in between. You know, there's some classic, classic runs. But I don't know if anyone achieved what 50 Cent did in such a short space of time. Like from like Get Rich or Die Trying to maybe The Massacre or even the the third album when it went up against Kanye's graduation, he was like ridiculously big. And like Sam said, just was everywhere. And this is what kicked it off. And whenever I think of 2003, I think of Get Rich or Die Trying. But um, yeah, there, you know, there were some other great albums too, like um, or big albums. Sorry, you had like Chicken and Beer by Ludacris, who was huge at that time. The Neptunes album, um, singles like Chingy's right there and... Buster, I know what you want, and uh, Pharrell fronting. There, you know, there was some good music that year, but I do think like weighing it up against everything else. And we've no, got a sure. about wait, this year. Can I, can I say that, something about you... this year? That is a bit of a, a wild take, but it's the truth. Hip hop still felt a bit like not polished yet. Whereas 2004, we got that polished sound. Yeah, from, I, I, from I hear that. I hear that. But that. do you know the R and B collabs that we all love? I feel like there's at least five in our top ten from pre. Do you know we did two two yeah, uh, yeah. R&B collabs? I feel like in that first episode, at least five of them from, from this year. I think Buster Rhymes, I Know What You Want, Chingy, um, One Call Away. <laughs> um, oh, don't do that. You guys no, there's a few. Uh, there's a few. There, there's so many good R&B collabs this year. And I think I think that should boost it up, to be honest. But then yeah, what's taking? I mean, but then what's taking its place? I hear, I hear what you're saying because the, the the singles were that they were they are hot singles and they're iconic from that time. And the thing is, you always remember 2003. It, stand, it stands in its own it's so memorable. Time. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, I got a wild wild take. 1995. Mm. No, nah, I'm not having that no, at all. No way. No way. That that is a dark horse, man. That is a dark horse. I would put this here. I put this here above 1994. I personally would. Above 1994? I mean, yeah. that's, that's so mad. It's yeah. unbelievable. I, I, I would. think you know where 1994 is in everyone else's list, Kieran, because if you did, you'd be confused right now. That's a hint. i got to stand by what I'm thinking. So what's in the bottom five then? Uh, can, I, can I say my bottom five? Yeah, let's go through and see what, what's, yeah, what's yeah, in yeah. particular order, yeah? 1995, 2003, 2004, 2011, 2013. That's the bottom five. The only oh, one so you put 2011 in there as well? Of course I do. I, I, I can't stupid. have 95 being down <laughs> in there, man. <laughs> it's 94. Where? 94, Kieran, you're gonna, we're going to mute your you track. You, Kieran, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to actually silence you. What are you talking about? There's someone listening right now, like, who is this Kieran guy and where do I find him? What is he talking about? All right, so, let, so hang on, let's work, let's work with it like that then. Wait, let's, um, let, me get, let me get the old spreadsheet up. Hang on. Are you going to start doing some kind of cross analysis? All right, top 10. So we've just said that the, so there's, 20, there's 2003, 2013, 2011, 2004. I like definitely in the bottom five, yeah? 9.95 as well. No. No, yes. 95 is nowhere near no, there, let's man. Talk about I'm sure let's talk about 95. So how, what, 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 if you've put something that I've got in my top five at the bottom five, I'm going to question everyone's listing habits. Wait, let's hang on. Let's go. Let's just quickly go through 95. Yeah. Then. So but should we go around what everyone's Cuban bottom league? five is, though? Yeah, oh, wait. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry. 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 I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Sorry. I'm getting a bit. Mine is 2003. People might get annoyed, but I don't care. 2021, 2013. 2011 and um yeah is that it no oh yeah no i had to see i don't know i might change this i've got 98 but i'm want to bump 98 up you know no. 98 is hard no you can shake your head i'm I, saying i want to get in a serious place no you're shaking your head sean place. i'm saying i'm just saying i want to bump 98 up so let's let's yeah, let's yeah. chill out 
Because 98 is yeah. 98 is fire, man. I didn't even know why I've got the, it down there. The year. The, 98 is the year where the I'm album dropped. That's all I could say. I'm going to have to swap 98 with 94, you know. Because 98, I, I actually feel that 98 could be better than 94, 93, maybe even potentially 95. I'm not even mad at that. That's what I mean. I, I, it was, I, I was hot. I was hot. I was struck. No, but I was struggling with the. Um, these 90 albums, they're all, for me, they were all interchangeable. To be honest, I can boost 98 up. I'm not even lying. 98 can't be down that, down there. It's the two DMX albums on top of everything else for me. Flipping L, DMX. What we're agreeing one. is the 2000s, all of the 2000s are in this bottom five. Oh, 100% they are. 100% they are. That's what, because where has everyone else got 2021 though? That's what I'm shocked that I'm not hearing 2021. It's a good year, but I couldn't have it above my, uh, the 91, the 90s one. Well, I'm just trying to decide where it, where it comes from. That is so my, my where, bottom five where, where does is... it come from, the 2021 thing? Does it come from the fact we had no music for two years and then all this great stuff came out? Or is it because it's actually good? I don't know if I've even had enough time to yeah. sit with 2021. Yeah, it's a fair point. Although Tyler's album is amazing. But then... Yeah. The, the, the four years that keep coming up in terms of the bottom five are... 2003, 2013, 2004, and 2011. Yeah, that's. But based on the others, that's what like I think that's I think that's fair. I think that I think that's fine. And chuck twenty one in there as well, and then that that's it. We're happy. Twenty twenty one. Jeez, what? I don't know about that one. I no. I personally rated twenty twenty one and twenty. A thirteen above nineteen ninety three. Also, do I, you like if yeah? What? I, I do. So yeah, I think to piggyback that, to piggyback that one, yeah. No so, way! Like, stop, man. There's someone agreeing here. <laughs> yeah, it's not that wild. <laughs> Just to piggyback off that, what Kieran said about ninety three. I, I don't think it's that wild, you know. I know Theo's like not happy about it, but if you think about it, we did get one of the greatest release dates of all time with Enter the Woo and Midnight Marauders on the same day. That that's like forever eternal like you know amazing yes there's doggy style there's black sunday you've got 93 to infinity there's some other great albums that i'm not mentioning but there's not there's about maybe like nine or ten classic great albums but then after that there's not much going on especially compared to some of the other years in the 90s there's not like then it's not a stacked i don't think mm. And then if you look at like classic tracks, I mean, there's like Ice Cubes, It Was A Good Day and Tupac, I Get Around, Onyx Slam, Hip Hop Array, cool like that. There's some big songs or like classic songs, but again, there's not like, it's not that stacked really. If you think about 96, 98, 95, like it's not, I don't think it's on the level of those personally, but so I'm kind I of mean, with Kira. I mean, the albums you just mentioned, obviously I said 98, but I'm boosting 98 up again because every time I look at 98, that, that year is unbelievable. Um, I have mm -hmm. all those I have all those years above 93. It's just, I didn't know if you would have 20. I don't know if I can... Well, a 21 is good. I, mm, yeah. 2021 is that there was a, a lot that year. A hell of a lot. And it was high quality as well. Like if we go through 2021, you've got Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, Call Me If You Get Lost, Conflict of Interests, King's Disease 2, We're All Alone In This Together, Pray For Haiti, Vince Staples, Haram, The House Is Burning, Magic, Magic, LP1 by JPEG Mafia, Elephant In The Room by Mick Jenkins, The Plugs I Met Too, Tyrone, The Off Season, that's a lot. That, Remember that yeah, summer as well, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. two albums a week almost, it was crazy. Um, and then, and then again, from a more sort of mainstream perspective, you had Donda and Certified Lover Boy, and that that whole release schedule that was going on. Um, that campaign not, from Donda as well with the live shows. Yep, yep. The first live show was uh, was was pretty special. And then there was no, um, all all of the live shows were. You just didn't sit through them. <laughs> we joined the cult. No, no, you're getting no. We're, we're getting the word. We're getting semantics wrong. I meant that the Donda one, the the first Donda the. I know there were multiple. I'm talking I, about Donda I get you, one. I get you. Yeah. 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 Whereas Donda Two is trash. Um, I don't even know what Lil Nas X as well. I don't, I don't know what much my cup of tea. But again, that that album made waves, and and even for songs, remember like Lemon Pepper Freestyle. That beat was everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, Scary hours too. Family ties. Um, Gangsteritis. 
unknown T, good and that beat that Kanye made for Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow was sick as well. Yeah, are um, we not even? You could even didn't Baby Keem dropped that year as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Family Ties was huge that year, so. I'm not trying to discuss 2010 running the bottom five. I'm trying to discuss certain other things in the bottom five. But, no, I'm not having 95, though. That's wild. That is a wild is close take. close to the top five, if that helps you. Oh, that's, that, that is good. Yeah. That does why, is 20, tw- why is 20... Why are we not talking about 1994? I need someone to explain. Because 1994 doesn't I, I, I come in the bottom five. I got dropped out. Why? <laughs> why? Because we can't. No, you, we listen, can't, you make a good this... point about 94. You do make a good point. I think... It all came it's out ready same-y. to die. That album, Southern nah, man. It's that, that year is samey. But then what about 1988, then? No, 98 is quite varied, though. It's not varied. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Sam's just coming ignorant with 88. <laughs> you are, because I, I did my research. It is varied as hell, man. It's different sounding. Yeah, 98, in my opinion, 98, in my opinion, has the greatest release date of all time. Like, the, the single greatest release date. In one day, we got Black Star, Jay-Z's Volume 2, Equimini, and Tribe's uh, The Love Movement. All in one day. Could you imagine that? Are you talking that? about 98 or 88? Nine, oh, wait, did someone say 88? Mm. I think that's oh, what... whoops. I thought it was about 98. I mean, like you said, no, I didn't mean to run in the parade. That That is the greatest um, That is the greatest release date ever. Mm. Ever. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll just forget about that then. But what's the bottom then? Something in the 2000s, early 2000s then. But this is what I'm saying. Like we've got, we've got like a, a a nailed on bottom four. Like we've all, all of us have almost kind of agreed in a different order. That um, if I do it in in chronological order, 2003, 2004, 2011, and 2013 are are like the bottom four. Hmm. So I think I think with this episode, and I know we're like kind of not doing what we're supposed to do. I feel like we're not going to get a ranking. Like we're not going to get a nailed on ranking with this one. I think for the bottom five, have- no way. Um, so, but that's like, that's the bottom four in, in no particular order, I would say. And then Kieran seems to be pushing for 94 to be in that bottom five. No. Um, and to or be 93. fair, you know what, Kieran and all of us, we're not really giving any like counterpoints to why it should be higher. Like, we're not like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just being honest. No, like, because got, no, got, you, Sam, you don't, Sam, you don't even like Illmatic. What are you I on, do now. I do. After the Nas discussion, I am now a Nas stan and I will not see your boy Nasir go that low. It's impossible. No, I'm like I'm starting to hear Kieran though because '94 is starting to slip. I, I you know, uh, it's starting to slip for me. Samey, samey. The Warren G's album wasn't samey. That's so, the that's the only one I excluded. Though, yeah, yeah. yeah, I literally said I said that was the only one that was doing something different. Beastie Boys, they were doing something different. I don't think they were. I think they were still stuck in 1988. Were they even out sound. that year? They dropped yeah, that year. Beastie Boys, their, came their out sound hadn't year. evolved for years. Now listen, look, I, I, I don't want to. I think I think Samey is harsh in that if you think you've got, you go from albums like Illmatic and and Ready to Die to Outcast debut and um, like To Cow by Method Man, which was quite a weird album, I think for that time. Um, you know, Commons Resurrection. They did. They were. They weren't like. They did. It wasn't like nowadays where a lot of rappers literally sound the same. As 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 rappers, as artists themselves, they all had their own flavor. Yeah, I, I tried different. saying that. Yeah, definitely. But I know like what you mean. Sounds as well. like, even if they have like a southern twang or like the east coast feel to it, it most of it was kind of rooted in boom bap. I get that. I do get mm-hmm. that. Um, I think then for just to to kind of move on with the conversation i i'm willing to put 94 in there because i'm struggling other than like saying that illmatic and ready to die are arguably the greatest two albums ever released like what i i, I can't really come up with much else the thing is i'm backing that point because i've looked i've re-looked at my list and i actually have 94 at five so i could easily see 94 mm. go down into the bottom five that's not a problem for me i've been saying this since 10th place no one was trying to listen I can't have it tenth. I mean, that's why. Now, now see, why are we? Because this has now turned my list upside down. Is what I'm trying to say. For me, ninety four is very <laughs> much up again. there. <laughs> Sorry, you see what I'm trying to say. 94, but that's also a personal pick. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's an objective pick, but I'm I'm willing to be swayed. But I can't. I I'll tell you right now, I can't be on this podcast if we put it lower than seven. I. Can't, can't, what ninety four? Like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sam. It can't go any lower. But when Kieran's saying ten, that's wild. That's absolutely I could, I wild. I just physically it won't agree with my spirit if I put it below seven. No, I can't so go I below think, seven. I think you go at seven. 
I think 94 goes six. I'm not, I'm not trying it to has to go that. six. I think, yeah, I think 94 sits at six because again, the, the although we're saying that there there's not a, a great deal of variety in the in the um the sound, um the 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 quality of some of these albums is is elite. Do you know what I mean? This is like mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of the best albums ever released. We like we, I don't even think we've spoken. About I think this is actually eight. the best that Boom Bap ever got as well. To yeah, it's like, like Gangstar, hard to yeah, earn. It, it peaked. It peaked. Pete Rock and Seal, smooth. The main ingredient. There's like oh, organized noise. There's just so many great albums, but I think sitting at six, it, it feels right in my opinion. I think, yeah, but that would be the bottom five. So just to clarify, it would be we got ninety four, two thousand and three, two thousand and four, twenty eleven, twenty thirteen in no particular order. But yeah, ninety four is number six. Yeah. yeah, order it. Order it yourself, Mister Listener or Mrs. Listener, because we can. Yeah, yeah. Just, just enjoy the chaos that's going on. Okay, so we, we so we're going into the top five. Um, should we? T- we haven't really spoken about nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, but I, I've changed my mind. What? How could you know? No, no. What, what does that mean? Wait, you Sean, can you? People no, can be educated and, and come to new opinions. I've changed my mind. <laughs> No, but I think we've, yeah, I think we've done, I think we've done something wrong. You know, I've looked. But do What's you that? put 2004 in that bottom five? But 2004 was part of the two that was dropped off anyway. No, no, the two that dropped. Oh, was it? I thought it was 2016 drops off. Yeah. And 2004. Oh, or was it wait. 13? Oh, it was 2004. You're right. Theo. Exactly. Was, That's what I've just looked. I've just looked. I, I feel like we ah, said too is... many. So hang on a minute. So we've so that would mean. Oh, this is a spanner in the works. Shit. <laughs> so what's left in then? Oh shit. So we have. Wait, a have you said four. 2016? I think I think we dropped 16. We dropped 16. Yeah, yeah 16, yeah. and it was 2004 that we dropped. So then we have got 10 left, but we're adding 2004 okay. in that bottom five that we. Added. This is why I said what we talk about 1993 for. That's why I got confused. There oh, 93. Go. Right. So yeah. Okay. Let's talk about 93. I I personally would put if. Okay, so if we've got 2013, 2011, 2003 nailed on bottom three, mm. we're saying 94 is in the bottom five. Yeah, I would say 93 is also in the bottom five. Agreed. Just because it's there's it's not as stacked as as most of the years we have. Yeah, on I here. agree with that. It's a good time though. It's a crazy thing to say because 93 is there's there's mind blown albums on that year. Yeah, like I say, like you've probably got top three release dates of all time with Enter the Woo and Midnight Marauders. I mean, that's crazy to have both those albums in one in one on one day. KRS One with his debut album as well, one of the best hip hop yep, songs yep, ever as well by Ice Cube. Yep. It was a good day. That's it one was of a yeah, good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're actually, some of the best singles ever are from nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's it, something we're not considering. Cypress Hill, insane on our membrane. Exactly. Oh, yeah, man. All of yeah. those chronic ones came out this year as well. Yeah, as singles. That's, that's a good year, but unfortunately, it's not the top year for me. It's different. I would say it's a bit. I'd say it's more varied than '94 though, as well, because you've got like the likes of Doggy Style. That's you've got what Black I'm trying Sunday. to say it's like hip hop um, regressed for '94. Have you ever listened to Freestyle Fellowship's album as well? No, from no. that year. That's wild. Like when you listen back to that and you think this was 1993. It's cr- like what they that like, they were doing the Far Side the year before with their d- debut album, crazy. Um, especially being from California and LA and places like that as well, but I would I would put ninety three maybe one above ninety four. I think that although it might not be as stacked, um, the it's it's the variety, it's that point yeah, variety and, and and top tier as well. So, but I think it does fall in the bottom five. I think with what we've got. All right, just refresh refresh the listener on what number what the bottom five were. Okay, so bottom five, and this is no well, so bottom three, no particular order. We've got 2013, 2011, and 2003. And then at six, uh, seven and six, to make up the top five, we've got 1994 and 1993. Bottom Did we five. all agree on that? Yeah. You said top yeah, five. Yeah, agree on that. Bottom five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what's number I'm five? I'm confused. I'm, I'm going to spin um, it at somebody's. Sean, what's, what's number five? Tell us. Number five. I think... I think, I think it's, it's got to be uh, specific. Yeah, it's got to be 2021 because you can't tell its influence on the future. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like the other ones, you can see how those years were mad influential. Yeah, but you just That's don't know point. with 2021. It's it's too too recent. Yeah, too That's audacious to put it higher. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say you put 21. 
Yeah, and I think also uh, uh, I know we've kind of only really listed the the highlights. We're at a point in music now where it's so oversaturated, and and there was a lot of not so great music in that time as well. The summer was stacked as hell, but there's not so great um, music in every year though. I, I've realized yeah, it's just not standard test of time, so you don't hear about yeah. it. It's there. It's definitely yeah. there. Some, oh, some yeah, of yeah. the hottest singles from the nineties were dead. You know, like the, some people just living in some some weird era. I don't mm. know. Yeah, LL yeah. Cool J like whispering on the microphone and no, shit like LL Cool J is some good stuff. We already agreed on that. LL Cool J knows what he's doing. Ladies love. Cool yeah, Jane, but what, right I'm, what I'm there's saying more is in with, this the more, with these more modern <laughs> years, like especially especially like a twenty twenty one where you've got sometimes like nine ten albums being released a week. Within those, only like one or two really are going to stand oh, the test of time. That. That's what I'm saying. It's very oversaturated. So um, I think I feel comfortable with putting 2021 at number five on the list. That is where I thought it should go. That's where I had like it. We started to agree. It, it can't go any higher than like that for me. A lot of lists wouldn't have 2021 in their ranking, but I feel like we were so tapped in that year. And it was that time post COVID. So like people hadn't dropped all of that previous year. So it just really, the writing and everything just stacked up and everyone just dropped that year. That's what it I said. That's what I said. I'll insane. be biased because we were paying so much attention or are they actually going to like, you know, stand the test of time. We'll have to see when we do something like this again in the future, if we still feel that 2021 belongs in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for now, yeah. I have no problem with it being in this top 10 and wherever it falls is where it falls because it's, it's a great year for music and anybody who's into hip hop now, has loved one of those albums in in that long list we've got there mm-hmm. in the 2021 list. There was something for everyone that year. Oh yeah, exactly. 100%. Definitely. Definitely. So, we're down to a final four. Um wow, I feel like we're being really like mature about this now and it's all like yeah, immature really... if you want to. <laughs> Starting off it got a bit wild at the well, it was wild for like the first 45 minutes I think, but we're we're doing well now. Um okay, so Maybe let's just go. Let's just name the years. I think before we start trying to rank. So we have in chronological order. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've got 1996. Oh no, no, I've missed one. 1998. Oh, 98, 95. Oh my goodness, no, 1988. There we go. 1988, 1995, 1996, and 1998. Does anyone have like a a definite number for 95? I would have 95. This is where I have to agree with you and say that 95 goes up for because I can't really argue against. Although I did, I did just realise that Cypress Hill's uh, "Temples of Boom" came out that year, and I really liked that album. So. That upset me, but realistically, okay. that year is just a bit mid. Nothing's really going on there. I, I agree. Oh, I it's it's nineteen ninety-five. Mid. Um, I, I don't agree with what you just said, though, Sam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with that. This this was the year where mafioso rap started, and I feel like it's when rap started developing, trying to like bring other influences in that wasn't just like the culture. It was like mm. let's look at all these like gangster movies and start to pull from that. All the Scarface influence that are coming in. Yeah, yeah. But I think it is quite clear when you see there's not it's not it's not stacked like like the other years on this list uh, it, but it's pretty stacked though like when uh, looking at it here like you've got only built for cuban links the infamous by mob deep liquid so- i love liquid swords oh yeah i'm saying oh, 95 is a sleeper wu tang were different and 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 to like run off of that you had um old dirty bastards album as well return to the 36 chambers so it's just it's it's kind of mad what wu-tang were doing around these times but um yeah tupac me against the world tupac Goody was Mops. yeah the fact that that album mm. did so successful and like yeah, yeah. grammy is a swell for him for that album mm. and then and then you've got like goody mob soul food which is slept on the far sides uh second album az do or die or do or die sorry that's a nice album big l debut album um, the Roots Drops, Smith & Wesson's album, The Shining, is is crazy as well. And even the singles, like you had Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. I mean, who doesn't like that song? Come I mean, that's a big song. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is like, that's what I'm saying. It's a sleeper, a sleeper year. A sleeper year. You had I Got Five on it. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, jeez. Dr. Dre, Keep the Heads Ringing, um, Method Man and Red Man, How High. Your, one of your favourite songs, Theo, Hello, Cool J, Hey Lover, with Boys to Men. Yeah, um, 
Preach. Um, oh, this so, year was shimmy shimmy yah ODB. Come on, there's yeah, crazy singles. Yeah. So we get to that yeah. point where everything's a bit mad, and we're and we're talking Shoot about ones. single songs here as opposed to whole bodies of work. That's the real problem. Mm. Also, Biggie, one more chance remix. I think that dropped oh, this year yeah. as well. Yeah, I think it did. Oh, yeah, shit. it was it was on ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, this was oh, this was actually a really good year for R and B collabs because it had a uh, Method Man "I'll Be There for You" remix as well. Yeah, this is this is. I think we're underrating a little bit, baby. I said I, I said you I said you ninety five sleeper. I said it. But I think that when we like with the next three albums coming, I think that it does just miss out. Um, three three years, right? The three yeah, sorry, three years. Oh my good, like I'm honestly I'm I'm off today. Thank you. Thank you for What's that other three years again? Just just remind me. Just just so um, the, the, the final in. three years that we've got are nineteen eighty eight, nineteen ninety six, and nineteen ninety eight. I'm I'm just gonna say I I would put nineteen eighty eight at number three. Whoa, whoa. That's that's a bold statement, you know. Because I'll say it like this. I wasn't I'll expecting like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down like this. So on one hand, you look at it here, like the, the albums that I listed, so you've got Boogie Down Productions, by all means necessary, classic. You've got EPMD, Strictly Business, one of the greatest duos to ever do it. You've got Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane. I, I, I personally think that without someone like Big Daddy Kane, I'm not sure whether someone like a Biggie gets to the heights that they do. Jay-Z with his music. Definitely I think Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah 100% um, Jay-Z. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back by Public Enemy. Nothing needs to be said about it. I mean, that's crazy. That, that's crazy that's arguably one of the best albums ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and then you've got MWA classic. straight out of Compton. Like, what is gangster rap without that album? Um, Ultra Magnetic MC, Sam's Man, Cool Keith, a.k.a. Dr. Octagon. You know, Slick Rick, the great oh, Avengers no, of Slick Rick. A moment of silence for Dr. Octagon. He's one of the most creative mm-hmm. rappers ever. And without him, I don't think we get like the weird people we have now. Well, we got, we've got him in 96 su- or 98. Well, I don't know. I'm just yep, saying. Yeah, exactly. When I no, discovered Dr. Octagon, yeah. I was like, oh, rap can be different and weird. And I For like real. it like mm. that. He's like the OG MF Doom. Oh, he's crazy. He's so, the concepts he gets into. Anyway, sorry, back to what you said. I just no, 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 but, no, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree with you. But like the, the man behind that character, Cool Keith is, you know, ultra magnetic MCs. And then you, like I say, you've got Slick Rick. I mean, what he did for storytelling and taking it to new level. love, yeah. Um, Jungle Brothers, without Jungle Brothers, you're not really going to get De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, the whole so native, the tongue of the native tongues, yeah. Outcast, Kanye, with the amount of people that, that the lineage of that is insane. Um, at the same time, though, it's I think we do have to be honest in that although the 80s was incredibly influential, I, the, the music wasn't on the same level as, for instance, the likes of 1996. Personally, I don't think, yeah, I don't no, think it's, no, a, I, sorry, I, hear, I, I don't think it's saying. aged as well. Sorry, yeah. I hear yeah. everything. No, I hear, I hear, I hear yeah. that, 100%. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, when I said Loki, it might be number one. I didn't have it as number one because I can't have it as number one because it's the most influential. Just, yeah, it is. But yeah, it's definitely. not. It's not the best. No. Yeah, I think like 1987 to 89 in terms of influence is yeah. You can't really look past that that period of hip hop, the golden era, as they call it. But this is what I'm saying, Sean. I, I saw you didn't mention Rockim again. I, yeah, I, you I, haven't. I yeah, you, you oh, follow the leader. So you didn't like, Rockim yeah. was spitting at a so different level. Nas wouldn't be yeah. what he was in yeah, '94 Nas, if Rockim wasn't Nas spitting would, like yeah, this exactly. on this in this year specifically as well, because he had Follow the Leader and yeah. the other one. Uh, so my, I did. I did mention that. I did. I did mention that, but I didn't mention the album. I just put the single there. Um, but I did mention it because yeah. That that album is great, and that single especially is fantastic. But even oh, that year as well, you've got like Biz Marquee Vapors, you've got Audio Billing, uh, Audio Two Top Billing, It Takes Two, you know Rob Bass and DJ Easy. These are like classics. Easy E. Um, the the, the NWA actually, stuff is insane as well. Let's be real, like that stuff hasn't dated. Like that that just hmm. sounds insane. Oh yeah, a lot of like a lot of this levels. still does stand the test of time. But I think just generally as a as a year. Um, I mean, how many of us are bumping music from that time period? But yeah, how many no, of us are still it. listening to a lot of the mid to late ninety stuff? So I think that's telling. But I, yeah, I would put nineteen eighty eight at number three. See, I, I I don't know if I can have that because for me that year is is pivotal for the new so wait, wave. Sam has flipped. <laughs> yeah, wait, he's flipped completely, man. <laughs> So you, this is the did year you say 1988 well. or 1998? 
No, we're 88. saying 1988 when you were like, oh before, yeah, like, yeah, you know, slap that in. I misheard you. I was, I was, I was, oh, yeah, that's why I got lost. I said, when when did when did NWA drop in 98? I'm looking through the list. Like, what <laughs> no, did I no. miss? I was so no. confused. I was um, like, ah. <laughs> I, was I, think, like, I think that's locked in. I think that's locked in. Then yeah, 88 yeah. is at number three. Um, well, how did we? How did we? Uh, how did we kind of feel about that one, Theo? Because I know you had that one higher. What 88? Yeah, no. It was, it's like I was saying. Uh, um, even though I was saying it low key, it could, um, it could be number one. It, it's so influential. But if I'm being honest to myself, I can't have it number one because I think there's one or two potential years better. So that's why I'm not mad at it going at number three. I did number Do you two. Think but I poisoned I, your mind a little bit because I said that and no one wanted to hear me. But now everyone's kind of come to that conclusion. Now, Sam, you like completely trashed Jungle Brothers and all sorts. You were, I don't you know were what the Jungle Brothers are. No, what's the no. name I'm of the Jungle you, Brothers? Like, we don't you know. A lot of your favorite artists. You would like him as well. You wouldn't <laughs> have. You'd like that group. <laughs> like you would like that, a lot of the music that we love now. That like, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have happened without them. So you say you that, but fun. anything that can exist, no, anything that does exist will always exist if that makes sense it's i do hear eventually. sam's point though because it's weird but the 1988 albums are it's one of those years where the critics have just looked back and been like okay cool every single thing is 10 out of 10 here but they don't they don't seem to do that for like these other years that we've mentioned where like clearly these underrated albums dropped i don't know about all you lot though but like me personally critics, so like yeah. like i said and and you've like said I've missed out a load of stuff like the stuff that I've listed I've listened to so I'm not thinking about critics I'm thinking about what I've listened to and all of those what how many was it those eight albums I don't care what any critics said I don't care how well they did commercially to me they're like some of the most important and best albums ever in the, in the history of the, the genre so okay well yeah, by that standard the that most in. the most important year in hip hop is 1986 when James Brown dropped Funky Drummer you see what I'm trying to say like that that's the argument that that could be had. Because that song's that's the dead. most I don't know what you're saying. Like, li- like, I literally just did like a three-minute monologue going through like all these albums and singles. Like, it's not. It's we're not talking about like rappers' delight or anything like that. No disrespect, but this was a like I said, <laughs> ni- 1987 to 89 is 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 incredible, really. But it is. But let's get to the top two. I'm sorry yes. that I, I misheard you because I was thinking like, yeah, I'm agreeing with what you're saying, and he's like, that's why. And I heard 1998. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? I'm so confused. But yes. And also, I feel like you're winding me up as well. I can see you smiling. <laughs> I, the listener can't see me smiling. They don't know what I'm doing. Um, Someone's got yeah, a troll okay, on the so podcast. It, it, top two is either 1996 or 1998. 1998 is next. I'm saying. Yeah, really? that's, uh, yeah so? thank you. Because I've got 96 at one, man. 96 is, it, there is, is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. 98 is a great year. No, yeah, he's a great is, year, but there's with, vibes we had year five well, classic albums come out that year. Five no, serious classics. Mm. Well, look, 98, like I said earlier, to me, the greatest release date of all time. Um, with Black Star, Jay-Z's volume two, Aquimini, and Tribes at that moment, the final album. Um, we also that got wasn't Lauren even that Hill. good, though. Let's be real. That, oh, that final Tribe album wasn't even that. No, but I mean, like, can you imagine the moment, though, like Tribe's final album, and you got Jay-Z, and you got Outkast, and you got Blackstar. Fair enough, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like hip-hop fans back then must have been... And it, it, we, they didn't have Spotify or anything like that. There was no LimeWire. Mm. Yeah, they were queuing up outside out. the, the shelves must have been stacked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you also have like... So you've got Gangstar, Moment of Truth, Big Pun, Capital Punishment. Oh, jeez, that's an album. That, that's, um, that's classic. DMX dropped two albums that year. Oh, um, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, the the, the second, of, well, the first of the two albums that um, won the, the Grammy for best album. Um, admittedly, I mean, I've only listened to this album a couple times, but Juvenile apparently back then was like massive and 400 degrees. I mean, I swear Kendrick like interpolated Juvenile and Damn in um, mm-hmm. Element, I think. Uh, Red Man docks the name, 2000. There, there's so many, but I, I do agree. I think that, I, I, I think 96 can't be fucked with. 96 is ridiculous. You know what the problem is with 98? I'll be honest. All these people have either stopped rapping or their influence was never really, like, became the mainstream sound, if that makes any sense. They kind of were so good at what they did that what happened with them kind of lived and died with, with their career, if that makes sense. I'm not talking about Lauren um, Hill or, or people like that. I'm talking about, like, a few of these other people. 
the sound the sound definitely was like a trend rather than being like this is going to infect hip hop forever. Yeah. It was this this bad boy hip hop. Yeah. I, I call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing that's fucking me up reading through is like quite a lot of them have died, and that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, like, he's, he's really, really sad. Yeah, DMX. You know, but like just... on the thing is, you can't put ninety eight above ninety six when ninety six has two two pack albums dropping. Like his his arguable best two albums. No, one so, double. Do you know what? Sorry, I know I'm hogging it. I'll, I'll shut up in a minute. But basically, do you know what, something <laughs> I found out about ninety six is ninety six is one of the uh, is like one of the only albums pre like you know how especially the, sort of the twenty tens onwards. We're I said it earlier. We're like oversaturated. So some weeks you'll get like ten albums drop. There was there were multiple dates within '96 where you got like two classic albums. You don't really get that in any other year that we've we've spoken about. So like, can you imagine this year? So on one day, all eyes on me and the score drops. Yeah, it's no. just incredible, man. That's what I'm saying. '96 is just different, different. And you know what and then, is, what's another... funny about that is you've got two different vibes. The score exactly. is an amazing different type of vibe to, yeah. to all eyes on me. But like both of those coming at the same time, you must have been kicking yourself if you picked one and not the other. Do you know what I mean? Because you probably only had enough yes. to buy one of them. Do you see what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like you don't, you literally wouldn't know what to buy. And this is what I meant, sorry to backtrack, but this is what I meant about 98. Imagine back then where you've only got the money to buy one album a week or like maybe you saved up because you knew that the, all these albums coming out and you had, you could only get two and you've got these four albums sitting there and you're like, oh shit, like what do I do? But but with 96, I mean, even, uh, other release dates, you had like, it was written, the stakes is high one one day. You had Ride and Dirty by UGK and Beats, Rhymes and Life. You had Hell on mm. Earth by Mob Deep and uh, DJ Shadows introducing. And wow. then besides that, you've got, I mean, Tupac dropped two albums that year as well. <clears throat> Which is mad. He dropped the Seven Day Theory. You've got Reasonable Doubt. You've got AT Aliens. You've got Illadelph Half-Life by The Roots. I can't with these albums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is my favourite album. Exactly. It's insane. Um, Iron Man by Ghostface Killer, Muddy Waters by Red Man, Doctor Octagon. It's just like, yeah, ninety six is number one. It's just peaked. Like hip hop just did everything it needed to do in that year. Mm. Buster was dropping that year. Bone Thugs and Harmony. And a lot of people just... started started getting into like their prime sound around then. If it makes sense, like as in what one part of what they were doing was like perfected. Like Outkast had perfected writing. You know, Nas had perfected falling off. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the way it's oh, like, oh, like, oh, But like, Jay Z perfected lyricism, I would say. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. A lot, a lot of people. Yeah. Were, Sam, like, you've had that written. You've had that written for a few weeks. And <laughs> it you was just written. To drop yeah, that one. No, I'm joking. No, it was written. Honestly, was written. That, that, that was off the cuff. <laughs> that's off the cuff. But seriously, think about it. The Fugees. That's the only thing we really got from them, apart from a few other bits here and there. Yeah, you know I mean, mm. two packs gone. There's a, there's a lot of good lyricism that happened in '96, and it was the peak levels of lyricism. And the music's aged well. Oh yeah, the I think, amazing. Yeah, I think I think it's aged very well. To be honest with you, it doesn't sound dated in the slightest. They were using different sounds though. Like think about like AT Aliens, the the soundscape of that album is is just incredible. It doesn't it doesn't sound dated album. at all. Does like, AT Aliens have like Wheels of Steel on it? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does have Wheels yeah, of Steel. What? AT Aliens is, is one of my favourite albums ever. Great Elevators as well. Ele- Elevators you know Elevators was like a top, top 20 single? Of course it is. You know that Elevators was top 20 single or something like that? Was it in a film? Did we did we cover that? It was in Atlanta. Well, there you go. Oh, it hits Matt in that as well. Whatever, man. Mm. Honestly, that year's far too stacked. But all right. So we're all agreeing, yeah, that 96 is, you know, the top one. But I just want to know. So is that what Theo had number one? I want to know. What yeah, I had 96 the one. Yeah, 96 from number one. Couldn't have okay. anything higher than that. Kieran? Yeah, 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 same. It, it was switching between the three, but I think I think we got the order right. Okay. And Sean, yours, that was number one for you? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. All along, yep. Mine, mine was Especially 98, we, um... but 90, I, I did kind of forget about how mad 96 was. It was 96 was number two. I feel like we've um we've done pretty well in the end. Like I said, we might have lost quite a few listeners through the first half hour. <laughs> Just like <laughs> if you've made it this far, if you made it this far, this is the in well, in kind of order. This is our top ten greatest years in hip hop history. So our bottom three in no particular order is 2013, 2011, and 2003, and then. Uh, in seventh and sixth place, we've got 1994 and 1993. In fifth, we have 2021. In fourth, we have 1995. 
In third, we have 1988. Second place is 1998. And number one is 1996. Do we have any other honourable mentions? I was going to say... 2017, I think. Yeah, 17 is yes, a shout-out. Damn, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 444. Yeah. Name yes. a few others. I can't, I can't name them off my head. Uh, Flower Boy. Yeah. Um, Rhapsody dropped that year. 2017. Oh, God, no. It is pretty stacked. But it's just... It's stacked, it's yeah. 2019 as well, though. I, I was confused those two years, but 2019 was such a good year as well. I, I think this... Yeah. I, I agree. I, think this, I just think the second half of the 2010s, because I kind of alluded to it earlier, it felt like... All of our favorite artists that we kind of grew up on in the Those first half of that decade came yeah, into their own. So, like 2015, you had like Timber Butterfly. I think Vince's debut dropped. Um, but then uh, another year that I've really liked, and it's again more for the moment, a bit like what I was talking about with 2013, is 2018 because yeah, 2018. There were there were quite a lot of great albums that year, but it was the whole like Drake versus Kanye and Pusha T thing, and the whole good music release and. It was just, mm. it was a bit of a wild time, man. Like, I, 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 I vividly <laughs> remember, like, I remember when, so Daytona drops and then Drake drops uh, Duppy Freestyle and then Pusha T drops that wild story of added on cover art and tra- <laughs> like, it was a mad time if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that, that was definitely the biggest hip hop beef I think we've lived through. And we've, we've yeah. lived through quite a few, actually. I think the that biggest hip-hop beef still stands to be Drake versus Meek Mill, because that song's actually a banger. Oh, wait, that was actually... Yeah. 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 That what was, was that 2015? Was that? I was going to say... 2015 was a good 2015, thing, you know? <laughs> or It might be 2014. I don't know when it actually was, but I was going to say my sleep year is 2015. Yeah, 2015's a hard year. That to year, Pimp like, a Butterfly, Pimp If You're Reading yeah. This, At Long Last, Dirty Sprite 2... Vince Staples, oh, Earl Sweatshirt, Drake Compton. I can't believe we didn't include this. Meek Mill. <laughs> no, but the, but the year's not that stacked if you look at it compared to what we've got. But 2015 was mm. a great year for music. Mm. Yeah. And that what you're right, that was a wild moment as well when uh, the whole Meek thing happened with like the, the ghostwriting stuff and then Drake drops charged up and we're all like, is that it? And then a couple of days later, back to back comes along and, and you're back just to like, back oh, is such crazy. a banger. I'm sorry, that is such a banger. That song you know, slaps trigger today. Fit. Twitter fingers, code to trigger fingers. 2015 was peak oh. Drake though. Like Drake, Drake was rapping. He like was the un- best rapper ever, and he was like, untouchable that at that point. He was yeah. literally untouchable. Yeah. Especially the, the way how he like shut down Meek like completely. He was like no one could touch him at that point. That's why 2018 with Pusha was so savage. Boss bitches, wife and niggas, and that was it. That's he was finished. He was finished. Listen, I can't. I can't lie. I think I have back to back in my top two diss tracks. I have. I have back to back and hit them up because do you know why? Because both of them make you want to dance as well. It's crazy how like Tupac's talking about killing people, and you're like, this is. I just want to dance, man. And back to back's kind of like that as well. You hit it, when it comes on in a club, it, it's nice, man. It's nice. But he's, the beat he's, causes you, know. you panic though. That that first synth drum is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh, oh like, man. <laughs> you don't know where to go. You don't know where to go. Honestly, oh, the bit for me is though where it's like you're getting bodied by a singing digger. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. this guy is just. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That was peak Drake. Oh, Drake peaks in the no, too I, much, man. If we had yeah. more Drake like that, I think the game would be in a completely different place. But oh, you know what? Drake, Drake's not doing us dirty. He's dropped some good music mm. in the past couple years. He, he tried to do it in 2021, and that was a good year. That's why we mentioned it, but it wasn't the same. But I think I said this before. I won't do the whole um, the the whole thing that I said back in the like when I, when I shared this with you. I feel like that whole moment was when Drake changed, though, because even though he'd always gotten stick for the whole, you know, like the whole, uh, you know, sort of soft, vulnerable singing type character that he had people would give him stick but i think like he was always chasing the respect of mcs like rappers always liked drake and then when Meek revealed the whole thing about the ghostwriter from like 2016 onwards something changed in drake's voice he just didn't have that same energy like it's like love wasn't like he wasn't trying to i don't know he wasn't trying it's to appear in that hip hop culture that doesn't rate him anymore. Yeah, exactly. It was like, well, I might just make a load of money now and just stick to the formula. And that's why when like you hear him rapping over the last six, seven years, there's just there's a lack of hunger, there's a lack of energy, and it's it's a shame, man. But yeah, back to back felt like the the peak. Like Drake just couldn't be touched really at that point. Mm-hmm. But that that's a good idea for an episode if we haven't done it already. I can't remember, but best diss tracks. No order, but yeah. just oh, best diss tracks. Yeah. Best diss tracks. Um, another another um, 
couple of years that I briefly mentioned were uh, from the 2000s, which is 2006 and 2005. Um, 2006 especially, you had uh, Hell Hath No Fury by The Clips. You had Fish Scale by Ghostface, Donuts by Jay Diller, oh, uh, Lupe, Food and Liquor. Wow. Lots going on that year. And in 2005, you had Late Registration, Danger Doom, Commons B, a lot going on around those times. It's um, hard. It's hard. I think, you know what, this this episode has made me think we should start going through from the beginning of hip hop year by year by year and just talk about, not even like try and rank it, rate it, just be like, these are the albums that were slapping, like for Trust me. me. Just because it's disgusting. Yeah. It is. Because I, I, it was hard to kind of try to squash it into this this one episode but like there's a lot of great yeah. it's a good it. challenge though because it proper refreshed us and switched on those brains i feel like when we first really got into hip-hop and we we're like trying to like work out those past albums it reminded me of that again all these albums i, I used to listen to yeah, yeah we're doing 79 then we started from there <laughs> that was that was the year before actually but yeah oh, no, we gotta dude. start from rapper's delight we gotta start about how instrumental yeah. that was in the in the hip-hop game i'm only joking i hear that Just big them up um and then the only other ones I wanted, well, a, a couple of things I wanted to mention were, uh, I, I again, briefly said it, I think 87 and 89, again, um, part of that golden era, I think they were incredible years. And really, nearly every year in the 90s could have, I wouldn't have every, been mad. We didn't even yeah. mention 1991. Or 19, yeah, 91 is phenomenal. So they are big years, you know. Big... I was having another look. There's some big, big albums I'm surprised in like, they weren't even, yeah, they were big years. Yeah, the 90s is, is insane. But, um, we got there in the end. We did. We actually did. Hey, this is Sean, and thanks for listening to another episode of The Grey Area. Are you an upcoming artist, critic, journalist, or content creator? Hit us up on our Discord or in our YouTube comments if you want to share new music, take part in an interview, or are interested in collaborating. Links to these can be found in the show notes. Take care. <laughs>